Hello and welcome to Birch and Sparrow, the podcast. I'm Birch, and I'll be your host today. If you haven't listened to the previous episode, Casting the Vision, please stop this podcast, go back and listen to that one. These are meant to be consumed in order so as to maximize intellectual mind-meld synergy between you and I. I defy you to go out of order. But of course, if you did, I would have also applaud you for being an independent thinker. Your choice, I guess. Today, we're discussing the first piece of gear that we need if we're going to take a journey of any length together. A map. And since our journey is one of the mind and soul, our map must be as well. We need a firm grasp of our surroundings, the political, social, spiritual, emotional, and historical context into which we'll be wading. The lay of the land, if you will. I feel it is my duty as the creator of this podcast to inform you not only of what I see in the world, but also where I am coming from. After all, how can you effectively know my motivations and biases if you know nothing about me? The last thing I want is for you to blindly trust the narrator without a thought as to who you're allowing to affect your thinking. So here is the world's briefest autobiography, offered as a good faith testament to honesty, openness, and trustworthiness. My name, as it will be known here, is Birch. I am married to Sparrow, and together we have participated in the creation of one other human being, our son. The only other member of our little band is Sparrow's dog. Sparrow's dog, because heaven knows I would never choose to have a pet myself. I'm the youngest of six siblings, and I'm the only boy. My parents are missionaries to a country in Central America and have been since I was born. We moved to Central America when I was eight months old. I lived there off and on for a cumulative 18 years, approximately. I'm about to turn 30 and live roughly in the center of the United States. My life has been a tapestry of moving back and forth between the United States and Central America. The people that I grew up considering family are from Colombia, Ecuador, Panama, Nicaragua, and Mexico. Meanwhile, the people that were technically legally my family, I barely knew. This never actually upset me. To me, it was completely normal. That is, until I got married and started discussing these things with my wife. Only then did the oddness of my lack of closeness to blood family begin to dawn on me. Some of us are dimmer than others, okay? My marriage to Sparrow has been the highlight of my life. And that is despite the fact that I've spent much of my time making mistakes and having to learn humility in order to correct them. If I've learned anything in my life, it's that humility gets you further than your intellect or strength ever will. My spiritual life is centered around the person of Jesus Christ and my personal relationship with him. This will be the topic of a podcast episode itself, as the current cultural conception of Christianity is misguided at best. All of the other aspects of my perspective on things emanate from my spiritual life, or that is at least the goal. My politics are not left or right, but right or wrong. I do not care about the current trend in what is politically or socially expedient, but rather seek to come to a deeper understanding of what political and social frameworks work best for the flourishing of mankind. No, I am not perfect in this, but I am explaining the heart of what I believe and think. I am speaking of ideals. In my personal life, I am deeply motivated by my love for my family, and until recently, that is where the line stopped. But lately, I've found myself opening up to more people and learning to care more deeply about the relationships available to me in my life. But enough about me. Now that you have an understanding of your guide, let us examine the territory we will be navigating. The world of 2021 is really the world that exists in the looming shadow of 2020. We have just come through a year where the entire planet, including international travel, was shut down because of fear of a disease that had a survival rate north of 
let that sink in. If you got it, which not everyone did, your likelihood of survival was greater than 98%. But when the governments of the world told us to stay home and not to touch each other, many acquiesced. That is the world we live in now. A world where the people unquestioningly follow the recommendations of the government so willingly that mandates aren't necessary. Is this necessarily a bad thing? No. But does it present obvious dangers when a government can influence the behavior of its citizenry with near-universal obedience? Yes. Ours is the 21st century, fresh off the heels of the bloodiest hundred years in human history, but if you ask the common person, they would likely tell you things have never been better. All a matter of perspective, I suppose. Our political world is played like a game show, and commentators are often more important and influential than the politicians making the laws. Who's more important and influential than pundits? YouTubers, like Mr. Beast, who have massive audiences. Our historical context is one of luxurious postmodern decay. According to Neil Howe and William Strauss, authors of the eerily riveting The Fourth Turning, we currently inhabit a time of crisis following society's climax, or zenith. According to their cycle, it is likely that we will be in this phase until around 2030. Heroes will rise, villains will be exposed, many will die. And on the other side, the world will build a new framework with which to move forward. Ours is a time of mass hysteria where the uninformed act before thinking, and the thoughtful are forced to suffer the consequences of the herd's actions. Ours is a time of puppet journalists, owned by the companies they're supposedly reporting on. Gone are the days of actual investigative journalism. Ours is a time when the tribalism of some groups is encouraged while the tribalism of other groups is demonized, to such an extent that being around people that look like them is considered racism. Ours is a time when the selfishness innate to each of Adam's race is not only accepted, but encouraged. We're told to empower ourselves, to only allow things in our lives that serve us. And that includes people. They don't serve you anymore? Show them the door. Ours is a time of mass-marketed spirituality that tells you all of the answers are within you. You need nothing outside of all that you already are. Except you need my course to help make sure you find all that stuff that's already inside you. That will be $99.99, thank you. Ours is a time of cheap trinkets, because all of the truly valuable needs of life are met. Society has risen so high, the only thing left to do is make plastic keychain accessories to express the increasingly neurotic aspects of our suppressed personalities. This is the abundant desert we live in. This is the world we must seek to understand if we ever hope to navigate it wisely. This is the map with which we will wayfind. Next, we must chart our course, set our compass towards a goal worth attaining. But that will be in our next episode. Thanks for being here today. See you next time.